The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast for Week 17, if you can believe that. And I'm feeling pretty good this week, Stevie, because we were both up at least five units we needed that. You are now well into the black, and I'm on my way. Uh, I think the playoffs will be where I really, really turn the table. Steve, of course, can be found on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl professional football gambling. It's called the Super Contest out at the Westgate Casino. You can look it up. He's the best ever. We have him on our show, which is awesome. I'm a former NFL offensive lineman. Had a big year last year. I think overall I've been pretty good. This year, not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. Anyway, my Twitter handle, at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter and Instagram. If you're a Facebook person, you can always hit me up over at Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We're always presented by BetOnline.ag. We encourage you to use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Also a pretty good time to remind you, this show's year-round. This is a year-round show. So obviously, we'll be all over the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. But even after that, then we dive into March Madness and horse racing, any other big events, NBA, etc. And we also do a lot of guest work bringing guests in to talk about their strategies when it comes to betting, their picks, how they go about it, different algorithms and different ways they do it. So make sure you listen to this show year-round. I think you'll really get a lot out of it and and really enjoy it. And if you want to chat with other listeners of the show year-round, you can absolutely do that over at TuckHeads.com. That is the exclusive forum and message board we have. Steve hops on it a decent amount of time. I'm on it literally every day, tuckheads.com. But there's a lot of folks. Sean from Australia does very well with his bets. Tim from the UK, uh, obviously David and Dan and 
Jason, all, all kinds of dudes on there talking about betting. If you want a forum where you can talk with like-minded people that listen to the Even Money podcast, we have got that for you. And we have got our grades for last week. It's nice to talk about when we had a winning week, Steve. So let's dive into it. Steve, let's start with the Saturday games, which were very good for both of us. I put a unit on the Redskins getting 10 points, almost a bad beat. I'm glad they have that rule now where you don't have to actually kick the extra points at the end. As the Titans got that last touchdown, they win by nine. And the Redskins were getting 10 points. Final score was 25-16. So I got one unit putting that one unit on my boy Josh Johnson and the Redskins. Then how about, Steve, the Baltimore Ravens? They were getting four and a half points. The total was 44 and a half. I put two units on the Ravens. We both put two units on the under. It was our first best bet. 32 total points, 22-10. The Baltimore Ravens win the game. Their defense was just stifling. Four units for me in this game as I had a real good read on this. You got two units, Steve, with the under being a best bet. And that Ravens defense is just playing lights out right now. Absolutely, and I guess we can stop talking about Philip Rivers as being a possible MVP candidate. I tell you, Ross, I just do not trust the Chargers in big games. It's kind of hard to, but the flip side is they won in Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football. That was a big game. They won in Kansas City on a Thursday night game. That was a huge game. So they've won in some big spots, but you're right. I think they've they've hurt us too often to totally uh, believe in them. Let's go to the Sunday games. Tampa Bay and Dallas was part of your two-team teaser along with the Cleveland Browns, Steve, and I believe that that came through for you and you won two units on that teaser, if you remember. Yes, so always feels good. We love to tease through the three and through the seven. So you get two teams that do not cover the game, but they both win outright and cover the teaser. That's the way teasers are meant to be played, those extra six points coming into play. Then let's get to some of the other games. Uh, We both leaned Buffalo in that game against the Patriots. Uh, They were getting 12.5 points. Final score ended up being 24-12, to so Buffalo would have been the right side, and that was the side that we leaned on. Atlanta, Carolina, you liked the under, Steve, and that was two units you put on the under 47. Final score, 24-10. to 10. You nailed that one. Taylor Heineke, uh, not quite ready for prime time, and ultimately Carolina just could not put points on the board. Giants, Colts. Uh, we, we, we both passed that one. I leaned Indy laying the nine. That would not have been good. I'm glad I passed it. As for Houston and the Eagles, I passed the game. You leaned Houston. The Eagles were laying two points, and the final score is 32-30. to 30. It really is unbelievable, Steve, how often it seems like that happens. Yeah, and I always hear about what a great job Vegas does with the point spreads, and I'm always – 
it's not that the odds makers aren't, you know, gifted with what they do, but the betters are even more gifted and they'll tend to, they'll bet a game in the direction that typically that it should move. And oftentimes when it lands on the number, I say the betters got it right. Not that the bookmakers got it right. Jacksonville was in Miami. They, uh, we both passed that game, thankfully, not knowing what the Miami Dolphins would do, and they did nothing. Jets, Packers, we both also passed. Seems like that was a pretty good move there. Bengals and the Browns, part of your two-team teaser, Steve. And I had the Bengals getting nine points. I guess I just felt like they were going to play better defensively. It was marginally. They end up winning. I mean, they end up losing the game twenty six eighteen. So I'm not sure that was the right side to be on, but it got me two more units, so I'll take it. Then we get to the Vikings and the Lions. I laid five and a half points with the Lions for one unit. That was not looking good for a while there. They shifted into overdrive and right past the Lions. You put two units on the under, Steve. That also came through for you, which was terrific. Yeah, and Minnesota had been throwing the ball two-thirds of the time with their former OC, now under their new OC, Stefanski, second straight game where they have at least run the ball half the time, chewing up the clock as they go along. Then we get to our second best bet. We both liked the 49ers. They were getting four points. Steve, they lost 14-9. to nine. Twice at the end, the one bounced off Goodwin's hands. The other, uh, Mullins could have run for a first down. Uh, Trubisky played probably his best game of the season. I still think the Niners were the right side to be on there. You know, we got hit with the point spread tax because two weeks ago, the Niners were catching four at home against Denver. Uh, the week before, they're catching four at home against Seattle. So given they're getting four against Denver and Seattle, they really should have been getting six against the Bears, a much better team. But because the 49ers had played two such great games, uh, we only got four instead of six, and that did us in. Yeah, that, that, that stunk. Uh, Steelers, Saints, I put two units on the under, Steve, and I, I felt pretty good about it. Saints defense had been playing so well. Saints offense had been struggling. Yet, there you go. Saints put up 31 points. They give up 28. The total was 53, and the game got to 59. I lost two units there. Evidently, that wasn't the right side to be on. But, man, I I felt like that was one of my better bets of the week. I felt really confident about that. We both leaned Seattle in the Kansas City game. They were getting two and a half points. We should have taken Seattle, they won the game outright by seven. I put another unit on my Raiders. Back-to-back weeks where the Raiders came through for me, Steve. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. And I should have put more than just one unit on it. I wimped out on it, just like I wimped out on the Vikings and the Redskins. But I got one unit there. And then you put two units on the Arizona Cardinals getting 14 points as well as three units on the under 43-and-a-half. You just came underneath it, Steve. It ended up being, no, not really, actually. It ended up being 40 points, 31-9. The Rams beat the pathetic Arizona Cardinals. Uh, any comment or thoughts on that game? 
Yeah, let me comment on a few of these. Uh, one, the Pittsburgh total. Hey, at 28-24, by my eyes, Pittsburgh stopped them, and a late penalty flag came flying in. Frankly, Ross, I think, only gets thrown a third of the time in that situation. So uh, just a complete coin flip that you got unlucky on. Seattle game, I want to make it a huge bet on Seattle. The reason that I, I had passed is I really thought I was going to catch three on that game. It never happened, so I had to take two and a half down the road. But Oakland, oh, my gosh, in retrospect, it's always easy after the fact, but what can we learn, I think, from last week? Oakland, Pro Bowl snub, nobody got selected. Last home game in Oakland, Denver, lame duck head coach. All reports are that he's gone at the end of the year. Little to play for, key injuries for Denver. That was a game we should have stepped up and really unloaded on um, Oakland. And amazingly, that line went to plus three, Ross. Crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Uh, So for the week, Steve, you were up seven units. I was up five units. For the season, that puts you up at eight units. Firmly in the black, Steve. I love it. I am at minus seven. So if I have a good week 17, if I have a good playoff so we can get you there, 19 for 41 for the best bets for the year. They have not been best bets, really, unfortunately. Uh, let's get to the next week, Steve. I just want to ask you, though, in general, week 17, so much uncertainty about playing time for certain players. If memory serves, you usually don't place that many bets week 17 because of that, do you? No, I actually make more bets, typically. But you've got to be careful. It's like preseason football. You've got to do your research one of the things I like to do, Ross, is I'll make many more bets first halves versus second halves. And we'll talk about some of the games where we might look that way, where you've got some teams that might say, you know what, we'll play our starters for a quarter, maybe for a half. And in that case, the normal pricing where you take the game line, divide by two to get the first half spread, does not work at all week 17. Good point. Let's get into it, Bright. All right, let's start off, Ross, with Dallas at the New York Giants. Giants laying six points with a total of 42.5. Obviously accounting for the fact that the Cowboys are locked in to the number four seed and not expecting them to play their best, I, you know, play their guys, play their best. That makes sense to me, uh, but I still don't feel like I want to lay six points with the Giants. So I'm going to pass this game. I will put a unit on the under because I don't see Dallas putting Zeke at, in any kind of a situation where he's going to have any kind of significant carries. So one unit on the under, if you do want to get involved, this is the prototype game where if you bet Dallas, you, I think you can only bet Dallas in the first half because I think they'll unload the bench. I don't care what they're telling me they're going to do. They're not going to play their starters in the second half. They're key starters. If you like the Giants, I think you've got to look to play the Giants either for the full game or just in the second half. But uh, just a one-unit play on the under for me. All right, Steve. Oakland at Kansas City. Chiefs laying 13.5 points. The total is 54.5. So home run spot for Kansas City. Needs the win to get the number one seed. They could fall to the five seed if they lose. Oakland had their home run spot last week. I think uh, Gruden even said, boy, it's nice to finish the year with the win. Uh, that's all you need to hear. So uh, strongly, and I hate laying 13 and a half, but strong leading to Kansas City because of that. Yeah, I'm not laying 13 and a half points. Um, 
I'm actually – you're, you're right about the spot for the Chiefs. I'm just tempted. The Raiders have been good to me two weeks in a row, getting 13.5 points. But I tend to agree. I mean, they've been, they're playing pretty well, though. I just – and the Chiefs Don't do aren't it. playing Don't that Don't do it. All right. I'm not doing it. I, I, I was on the fence. I will say this. Heavy lean for me, taking the 13.5 for the Raiders. I'm not putting a unit on them. Because the last time the Raiders won three straight weeks for people's bets, I can't remember when. So um, that's I'm passing the game. Ross, next up, it's Carolina and the New Orleans Saints. I've got nothing. No line, no total, nothing. Seven and a half. Well, and, and T- Taylor Heineke was just placed on IR. So Kyle Allen, a former five-star recruit, Texas A&M, will get his first NFL start. Are you showing lines anywhere, Steve? Yes, New Orleans is minus seven and a half, total forty four and a half. Yep, I am going to I don't know what Sean Payton's gonna do. Uh I don't expect very much from Kyle Allen, but too much uncertainty. Maybe Steve, I, I need to do the half thing that you do, but I'm passing the game. Yeah, I'll pass as well. If you do bet New Orleans, you can only look at the first half. If you do bet Carolina, you probably want to look at the second half. Pass. Next up, Steve, the Jets at the Patriots. New England laying 13.5, the total. Yeah, I'm going to go under the 45.5. Let's go two units on this. The Patriots have a long history, week 16 and 17, of running the ball more than they do all year long, shortening the game, getting everybody healthy for the playoffs. That's what they did against Buffalo, where they ran the ball and ran it darn effectively at one point. I think they had nine straight rushes while I was watching that game, and the Jets are much less effective on offense on the road under two units. Interesting. Um, I'm going to take the Jets in this one. I I think they're going to be able to keep the game close. I think they're playing really well right now. Uh, 13 half points is a lot. So I'm putting two units on on the Jets, getting 13 half points against the Patriots. I don't know about going under on that one. I mean, not not the way the Patriots' offense has kind of struggled as of late. So I'm going to just put two units on the Jets getting 13.5 points. Ross, Philadelphia, six-and-a-half-point favorites at the Washington Redskins, 42 the total. Yep, and I think the Eagles are going to win the game. The question is, how well do the Redskins play? I mean, it's not a great spot for them. The Eagles need the win, but the Redskins have played pretty darn well two weeks in a row on the road. So I'm not going to do it just because I think the Eagles have a lot more motivation, but I do think that the right side here is the Redskins. I I, I would lean towards taking the six and a half if, if you definitely want to place a bet on that game. I was going to lean towards the Redskins, but the more I'm looking into this game, I think it's a home game for Philly. I think the Washington has played terrible at home, and there's been a lot of um, turmoil, if you will, about how much backing the players have gotten from the fans, a lot of booing going on, and frankly, Philly can take over that stadium in the best of times for the Redskins, and now that they've been eliminated I can see this as being a very pro-Philly crowd, and because of that, I downgraded any Washington home field advantage. I'll pass the game. Steve, what about Detroit at Green Bay? Packers, 7.5-point favorites, 45 the total. Yeah, so it looks like a classic teaser for me. Detroit is a dead team that looks to be mailing it in. Uh, Last hurrah against Minnesota, 
And then after the Rudolph Hail Mary at the end of the first half, that was that shut down carry on Johnson for the year. Green Bay should win the game at home. So I'm going to do a two team teaser Green Bay from seven and a half down to one and a half. I need something to tease it with. Well, the next game, Houston is a seven and a half point favorite seven to seven and a half against Jacksonville. So I'll play Houston in my second teaser for a two team, six point uh, two star uh, play on that teaser. Got it. Um, let, let me ask you this, Steve. So you're taking Green Bay at six, at, at one and a half, and and Houston at one, right? Correct. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how that works. Shouldn't you be able to take one of them? Like, shouldn't you have to go the other way and have Houston laying thirteen points? Like, you're literally taking the favorite in both games, and you're taking them with less you're you're giving less points like that seems like yeah. a home run well i gotta i gotta get two games right to win my bet instead of one game right so that's that's the disadvantage so i'm i'm risking um uh most books still have some books still have it minus 110 most books have it minus 120 so in a typical bet i just have to get one bet right to win now i got to get both of them right to win so you can see the difficulty of the teaser Got it. Well, I want to do that because I, I I think the Texans win and I think the Packers win. I just don't want to lay seven, seven and a half points. So I'm putting three units on the two-team teaser. How about that? The best bet. All right, so we can skip Jacksonville-Houston now and go on to Cleveland at Baltimore. Ross, the Ravens favored by six with a total of 41. That is an interesting game, and that's an interesting line. I, I, you know, I think the Browns are going to give them hell, but I still think that Ravens defense is just too good right now. The way they're playing, um, I would lean to the under in this game. Forty-one though is pretty darn low, man. I mean, that's that's low, especially with the way Baker Mayfield is playing. But I'm going to do it. I mean, twenty-one seventeen, you're still under it, so. Two units on the under 41 for me, and I'd probably lean Cleveland getting the points. I'm definitely not going to lay six points. Yeah, all-in game for Baltimore. Win it, win the division, lose it, probably go home with uh, no playoffs. So uh, maximum motivation, but Cleveland should absolutely bring it playing for a winning season in Cleveland. I'll pass the game. Steve, the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta minus one with a total of 51 and a half. Yeah, and that's right where I made the side. It's right where I made the total. I'll lean over the total just to lean. Yeah, I, I like the Falcons in this game. I, I mean, I think that there'll be points. The Bucks haven't given up. But the Falcons, uh, they got some good things going right now. If trying to finish the season strong, you're only laying one point. Jameis is back to his turnover ways. I'll put two units on the Falcons just laying a point. I think they get this win at home. Ross, the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo laying three and a half points with a low total, 38 and a half. So I like the Bills to win the game, but I don't want to lay three and a half. The Dolphins, I mean, all kinds of turmoil. Sounds like Mike Tannenbaum's out. Coach might be Adam Gase as well. Uh, you know, whereas the Bills are at least united. You never really know what to expect from the Dolphins. I'd probably lean Buffalo laying the points, but I'm not going to do it. 
Yeah, I lean the same. I think that although I have these teams rated virtually equal, the motivation is everything. Buffalo is excited to continue playing, and Miami is down. And if you recall, Buffalo just outgained Miami in Miami by over 200 yards, and Josh Allen couldn't quite get his touchdown pass to his receiver at the very end of the game. So um, they wound up losing a game that they dominated the stats. A Florida team going to 20 degrees. Um, you know what? I, I might well play Buffalo later in the week anyways. I'll strongly into Buffalo, but I'm mad that I missed the minus three. Steve, Indianapolis at uh, Tennessee. Indianapolis laying two and a half points Sunday night football, 44 and a half total. No idea how injured Mariota is, and because of that, I'm just guessing um, if Mariota was 100%, Tennessee would be my biggest bet of the year. If Mariota is 50%, Indianapolis is a good bet. I pass. Wow. If Mariota was 100%, Tennessee would be your biggest bet of the year? Oh, God, yes. I mean, uh, Tennessee would be home, and they're almost – they're not quite as good as Indianapolis, but they're almost as good, Ross. And I, if I was getting points with Tennessee and a healthy Mariota, but he's not healthy. He's not healthy. I don't think Gabbert's good. I don't think Mariota plays. I'm laying the two and a half. The Colts are winning this game by a field goal or more. Two units on the Colts laying two and a half. Next up, Ross, Cincinnati's at Pittsburgh. Steelers laying 14 and a half, 45 and a half the total. 14 and a half's a lot. I mean, I think the Steelers will come out firing, uh, but the Bengals came through for me last week. Can they come through and keep it close than that? I'm very tempted to place a, a unit on the Bengals. I'll just lean that way. I do think there's a chance that the Steelers absolutely just torch them and that the Bengals kind of pack it in. So I'll just lean to the Bengals. I'm going to lean to Pittsburgh. The Bengals got their fortuitous cover after trailing 3-26 to with six minutes to play last week. And an angry group of Steelers that have let their season slip away. A lot of that, they were unlucky. A lot of it was they stuck with Dobbs too long in the second half against the Raiders. That was the game they should not have lost. And, of course, the Denver loss was just um, being – uh, all the turnovers that they committed, just not buttoned up enough, but I think they're going to blast the Bengals. I'll lean Pittsburgh. Steve, Chicago at Minnesota, Vikings laying five. Our total is 41. Going to go under the 41 here for two units. I'm going to stick with the Minnesota under freight train. Um, freight train, well, I've done it. This will be the second week that I've done it. Um, basically, an emphasis on running the ball under Stefanski, their new O.C., and I expect that they will do the same against Chicago. Now, the Bears have incentive. If the Bears win and the Rams lose, the Bears can move up to the number two seed. But that is so unlikely that I have to question how much the Bears are willing to compromise what they show the Vikings could. Because if the Bears should lose this game, the Vikings win, likely these two teams are playing next week in the wild card round. So the Bears should stay ultra vanilla on offense and with the Vikings running the ball and the Bears vanilla, that means under two units. I would agree, Steve. Not that it matters, but it's Kevin Stefanski uh, is, the, is the OC in Minnesota, not Stefanski, but you wouldn't know that. I just happen to know Kevin, so um, a word of the wise, Stefanski. As for Thank the you. bet, though, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going under as well. 41's a low total, but I don't see the Bears putting up very many points at all. I think they're going to run the football even more than normal to try to get the game over with. I agree that they think that there's probably not a great chance they get the two seed 
and a higher probability that they're going to end up going ahead and having to play, play the Vikings again. Nagy doesn't bring out any of his tricks. The defense still, though, plays well. Two units on the under, another best bet. The best bet. All right, Steve, my last three games, or not my last three, our last three games, I'm not showing lines, I'm not showing totals, so I'm just going to tee you up on these. First up, it's the Chargers and the Broncos. Yeah, so Chargers are laying 6.5, total 41.5. Normally, I would look towards Denver here in their home finale to give a good effort and to try to spoil the party for the Chargers. But what are they really spoiling? Kansas City's likely to beat Oakland, so the Chargers pretty much are going to be locked into the five seed, and Denver's a dead team. Um, Their best cornerback out for the year, now uh, Lindley, their running back, um, isn't going to be able to go. Their best wide receivers out for the year. Lame duck coach. I could only look towards the Chargers. Lean Chargers. Yep, I'm actually going to put two units on the Chargers. I, I think they bounce back. I think they win this game by a touchdown or more. The Broncos are just cooked for a lot of different reasons that you all mentioned. Chargers win this game by a touchdown or more. Two units, Chargers. Steve, Arizona at Seattle. Seattle laying 13 and a half. Total is 40 points. Arizona, another completely dead team. I could only lean towards Seattle, which I guess has does have the incentive that they'd like to have the five seed instead of the six seed, but that's not a maximum motivation type of situation. Still lean Seattle. Uh, yes, I'd probably lean Seattle too, but I'm not, I'm not laying that many points. All right, final game. Steve, San Francisco at the L.A. Rams. Yeah, so we got the Rams laying 10, total of 50, and I frankly have nothing on this game. I would lean to the Rams because of their motivation to lock up the number two seed, but the Niners have been playing well, just to lean Rams. I'm going to put two units on the Niners. I I think they're going to be able to keep it close. Um, I don't think they're going to win the game, but the Rams aren't playing great. C.J. Anderson did give them a boost, which is nice. But I, I, I think the, the, the Niners are able to keep this game close. So, and 10 points seems like a good number that even if they lose, I think they probably push, lose by 10. So two units on the San Francisco 49ers for me. I feel like I placed a lot of bets this week after I didn't think I was going to, but there you go. Excellent work, Steve, as always. Hopefully we can keep the momentum going, like you said, two weeks in a row. It'd be nice to head into the playoffs with you having a cushion in the black and me being right on the precipice. Although, as we discussed, Week 17 is tough, really tough. If you haven't already, man, it's Week 17. Kind of crazy that you haven't done it yet. But you still can go to betonline.ag. You can use the promo code PODCAST1. Maybe you got some money from the holidays from your grandma or your aunt or your mom or whatever. Good place to use that money is to make your life more interesting by making the games you watch more entertaining. Maybe it's just the bowl games like the walk-ons independence bowl that Brian will be at tomorrow. Or maybe it's NFL week 17 and playoffs. Whatever it is, you can hit it up at betonline.ag, making sure you use the promo code PODCAST1 to get the 50% welcome bonus. That'll do it for this week's Even Money Podcast. We will be back next week and every other week because that's how we do it. 
If you want to ask Steve an email question, the next few weeks are excellent because we don't have as many games to go through. So we're going to get to some of your email questions. So take advantage of any of our sponsors over at RossTucker.com or just sign up for BetOnline.ag and ask Steve any strategy question, any team question, parlays, whatever you got. I love your questions. You guys come up with questions that I never could. So take advantage of the Amazon banner ad at RossTucker.com or any of the sponsors over on the Sponsors tab, over at RossTucker.com. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money this weekend. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.